Did I forget something? Oh, yeah, youth. You can go. I'm sorry. It doesn't say that anywhere. See, nothing. If it's not in my words that I'm supposed to speak, I, well, I say a lot of words I'm not supposed to speak. <laughs> youth, you get to go have youth Sunday. Um, the fifth Sundays, we have youth Sunday, 6 through 12. No. And um, it's a really uh, fun time for our youth to uh, get together and become closer friends and um, just get to know each other better. We live in so many different towns that sometimes it's hard for us to get here on Wednesdays. And uh, we just want to cultivate relationships, right? That's what we're all about, cultivating relationships and loving on each other. Other kids are staying in here. Well... <laughs> Oh, hello everyone. <laughs> How are we doing? Wow, is that awesome, that praise and worship. Um, reminded me, you know, we, we get crazy or we start jumping around rejoicing in the Lord. Years ago, one day the, during word, praise and worship, the Lord said, you know, people think you're crazy doing that. He goes, well, look at all the people that go to football games and go crazy and and i just felt like he said and did that piece of pig skin save their life save them from eternity heal their bodies you know no but they're they go wild and crazy over a piece of pig skin so how much more we go crazy over our savior amen and that kind of just leads into what i felt like the lord had for us today, and Doug pretty much preached it. <laughs> and the title I think the Lord gave me is Who We Are in Him, in Jesus. So let's pray real quick. Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. We just, we just can't thank you enough for all that you've done for us and, and who you are. And Lord, we're just still learning of, of who you are and and the Father's heart and what Jesus did for us. And, and this is a time and a season that we believe that that's what you're doing. You are revealing everything that Jesus paid for on the cross and to bring us back into relationship with the Father. And we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. We just thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory, Lord. And Holy Spirit, I just pray you speak through me, speak through what you want to say to us today. Open our eyes to, to hear, or ears to hear, and our eyes to see what the Spirit has to say today. We just praise you, Lord. We just thank you. We just, just love you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. So, um, like I said, the title of the message is Who We Are in Him. And, you know, the last few weeks, months, the theme has been, who are you? Who are we? Um, Mindy's message last week, who do you think you are? <laughs> you know, it all, it's all tying into how the Father sees us. You know, the name of this church is agape. That word means God, the God kind of love. And we don't, when we say that, we're planting a seed, <laughs> that we are planting, that we are growing in, we are learning, we are coming into that God kind of love, right? 
So why? Why is love such a big deal? And why is it such a big deal that we know who we are? Why? Because faith works by love. Faith, we, faith won't work unless we walk in love and we have love, that we love one another. Galatians 5, 6 says, faith worketh by love. And then Romans 10, 17. And then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is required to, to receive anything from God. Let's look at James 1, 2 through 8. Sorry, I know I have it here. Here we go. <laughs> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If you, if any of you lack, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. You know, it's so important that we know what God's word says about us, about what Jesus paid, and about who we are. Otherwise, we, we, we can't receive anything from God. Amen? So let's go to James 12, 18. Nope, that's wrong. Sorry. I'm looking for the one trials. God, where God does not tempt us with trials. I must have wrote down the wrong scripture. Anyway, <laughs> I'll do, paraphrase it. You know, people say, well, how can God let that happen to me? Or, you know, how, why did God do this? Or, you know, religion says, well, God must have let that happen um, to teach me a lesson. No. The Bible, it says God doesn't tempt with with trials or with evil. He is light. Everything about him is good. He is good. He is love. He doesn't tempt us. So that must mean somebody else is tempting us, right? <laughs> and we know we have an enemy. You know, when I was um, doing this, um, first I want to say with, when Doug, Doug just had a great, I mean, what, a, what a testimony. You know, here he, he's a Christian. He's been saved for how long? But he struggled with depression. He's tr he didn't want to live. And, and God pulled him up. He pulled him and grabbed him by the bootstraps and said, Doug, come out. Come out of this. Our identity determines our destiny. Was, was Doug um, a good witness for the Lord? Probably. But how much more now is he? Look at him. <laughs> He's full of joy. I mean, he... He, in him, he broke the, the enemy's lies off of him. He yielded himself to the, to the Father and let God teach him and love on him. Right, Doug? Has the Lord been loving on you? Yeah. And, he, and that's been renewing your mind, right? 
and, and his, that, those word curses playing over and over in your head and probably proceeds from your, your childhood. That, those, are, those things are real, yes, but if, they exalt, if they, anything exalts itself against the, the word of God and the character of God, which is love, it's, it's our enemy. And that's why, you know, people say, oh, you talk about, oh, this church talks about love, 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 love. Well, hello. <laughs> um, you're not going to give away what you haven't received, right? How can I love my neighbor if I beat myself up that I'm nobody? You know, I've, my mom, um, God bless my mom, she's done and passed, but... I suffered a lot of rejection, you know, hurting people hurt, hurt people. And now that she's passed, my dad knew this before he passed, but I found out I just didn't understand why my mom didn't like me. <laughs> Growing up, I just, there, I knew, there just wasn't something right. I couldn't do anything right, nothing. I had four older brothers. We lived on a farm. Um, she was a registered nurse. She worked part-time, so I had to help mainly in the house, cooking, cleaning, <sighs> baking, and my brothers, you know, they helped my dad milk cows, and they did all the farm stuff, but I wanted to be outside, <laughs> you know, they were having fun, but I was in the house with my mom, and I, I you know, I bring up memories, so I'm not going to go into all that, but I just remember my mom just, he, she really didn't like me, <laughs> and I thought, as I got older, you know, we just never got along, and I was like, you know, when I got saved, I was like, Lord, what, what, why? Well, you know, I came to Agape. I learned about the mother issues and, you know, how those things. And, well, then I got, I was, I'll never forget, it was about probably 18, well, six, 15 years ago. I was walking on my treadmill, and I got a phone call. And he said, um, he introduced himself, and he goes, I'm your stepsister's husband. I said, what? He said, yes, you have um, or a half-sister, sorry, half-sister. And I knew in my heart, you know how you, know how you, th you hear something and you just knew it, you knew it was right. And, I, you know, I don't know, the Spirit of God had revealed it to me years ago, but anyway, my mom, and this was during World War II, she was a nurse, she was uh, in Chicago working in a hospital, she was a nurse, well, um, there was a guy that, he and he and he, he's actually in some World War II a World War II book that I read about the um, the war in France. But anyway, she got pregnant and okay. So my mom's a good Catholic girl. <laughs> she worked for a Catholic hospital at that time, and they were going to get married. But then he decided to marry another woman and actually who was the same name as my mom, but her, her parents had money. And so, you know, my mom gave her that baby up for adoption. So this has been, what, 70 years ago, okay? Never knew about it, never, not a, we didn't know about it until I got this phone call. And he, and he, told, he told me a little bit, and he, would you, he said, would you like to talk to her? And I said, well, sure. And so she started telling me all this and how she had tracked, traced down. She had just found out she was adopted. Her, her dad had died. And, I mean, it's a long story. Anyway, there were some health things that led her to kind of dig out and, and, and seek, you know, 
why, you know, she wanted to know how they, uh, her ancestry affected her kids. So um, that's how she traced down my mom. She, um, she went to Denver. My mom went to a Denver and gave uh, her baby up for adoption. Her name is Lynn. And that's how Lynn tracked her down. And then she tracked me down. And she had tracked my mom down several years before that. And my mom told her, if you ever contact me or my kids, you'll never, you know. My mom was like, no. You got to think of the time. My mom was, you know. It was back during where, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, but long story short, it was like, that's why my mom, every time my Lord showed me, every time my mom looked at me, she saw her first baby girl she gave away. You know, and, and that pain and that hiding and that shame. And so I, I guess I was the punching bag, which, you know, I forgive her. I, st I walk, you know, but I never, I knew I could never confront my mom because she, was she wasn't at a place that she could accept it. But I did talk to my, after my mom passed, I talked to my dad. And my dad, he started, he, felt, he just started crying. He goes, I, you know, we just, I couldn't tell you kids, you know, to upset my, it was my mom's secret, my mom. But anyway. Long story short, so I had a lot of rejection and abandonment, like, you know, Doug said, word curses. I didn't think I was, you know, anybody would love me. I had those roots of rejection, and that's real. That's painful until I started, you know, reading the word, and I came to Agape and started receiving the Father's love, and then I could see my mom with compassion, you know. She was just a victim of her time. She couldn't be honest. She couldn't, she was afraid of you know, what people would say, it's better to hide, but my gosh, she lived to be 94, and she lived with that fear, fear of being found out, shame, I mean, so God is so good, but the story is, we all have things in our past that he needs, he wants to clean up, <laughs> and he wants to pour his love, that's why we talk about love so much, to receive his love so we can give it away. Be, if I was so full of rejection, there's no way I would have stood up here and done this. There's no way I would, would have gone and told people about Jesus because I was afraid of rejection. The devil had me bound. You know, like he had Doug bound with depression. So that's why we need to know what, who we are in him, in Jesus, what he died and paid for us. Paid for us, amen? Okay, so... Um, Briefly, John 10.10, 10, we know that the thief comes, does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Not just getting by, you know, oh, you know, no, life, life into the full. John 14.6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, people today, especially, what's true? We don't know what true, you know, the world, has, what's true? We hear lies every day. What, what's really true? What's going on? Jesus, I am the truth. He is the truth. Amen? Um, John 16, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. 
He who sins, John, sorry, 1 John 3, 8, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. It's the only reason he came, to destroy the works of the devil. Luke 10, 18, 20. Let's read that one. Mark, Luke, 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 10, 18, 20. And he said to them, Jesus, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Then in Matthew 28, 18, we have the commission when Jesus told his disciples. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and to the end, I am with you always, even to the end. That wasn't the one I wanted. Sorry. <laughs> it was good, though. 18. There we go. Gosh. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's the one I wanted. All authority. We need to know we have authority. Then the Great Commission was Mark uh, 16. There we go. Sorry. Jumped ahead of myself. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. How many of you believe in here? Amen. In my name, in the name of Jesus, they shall cast out demons, they shall speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if, any, if they drink anything deadly, I will by no means hurt them, that they lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Amen. They, they will. In the name of Jesus. So many people say, well, that was, that was just Jesus and the disciples. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're still here. Jesus, the end, of, the end hasn't come. He hasn't raptured us up. He hasn't taken the church away. We're still here. And then um, Ephesians 1.15, or 1, yeah, start with verse 1. We have to know who we are, what he did, what he's calling, calling us to. Because he's called each and every one of us, every one of us. And like Kaylee said, you want your heart, we want people to know how much God loves us. We want people to know that he has a good plan for them. We want people to, to walk in what he has for them, right? So he needs us to help to tell them. <laughs> we need, he needs us to be his hands and feet. Okay, so starting with verse 
15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So that would be us. There's riches of glory. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So he's the head, we're the body. He wants us to be the fullness. He's, he can't lay hands on people. Jesus can't. He needs us. Yeah, we don't heal anybody, we know that. But it's him through us. But if we, if we don't think that we're worthy, then we won't do it. And he's saying, you can. He's our best cheerleader. Like he told Doug, get rid of that self-curse, those self-talks. That's not who you are, right? That is not who you are. Amen. Okay, so first, the first thing out of this. Okay, wait a minute. Sorry, I want to I want to um, read Ephesians two one through seven, and then it'll tie it all together. And you, that's us. He made alive Jesus, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the other. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So do you know when they look, heaven looks down at you, and even when the devil looks at you, you know what they see? When, when, if we've accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, they see Jesus, because we are in him. It says right here, we, are, we sit together. The Bible says Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. He's making intercession for us. And, he, and so we are his body. So when they see you, they see Jesus. When the Father looks at you, looks at me, he sees Jesus. Everything. He saw, he saw Doug, probably from the foundations of the earth. He saw last Sunday when you were going to get in that water and say, that's it, devil, no more lying. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I have a purpose. I am somebody because I am in him. Amen? 
Amen. So, our, how are we doing on time? Can't see. One, two, okay. Um, so from this, I really feel like the Lord is, this is where we, at, we are in, the, in this hour. He wants to know what we're called to. We're called, the hope of his calling, what he's doing in the earth today, where we are in this time, you know, this span of time. You know, the Lord, God's been around forever. <laughs> there's been nothing before him. You know, he is, there's, he, there, he is. <laughs> there was nothing, no one before him. You know, we get so caught up in these, this earthly, you know, where we're at right now, we forget that, who, how big God is. And he, thousands and thousands and thousands of years, He's, he's had a plan for mankind. And, th and we're just in one little event right now. And, and he's God. And he's not going anywhere. You know, his enemies think, oh, they, he can, they can silence him. They can silence the church. They can silence the Christians. They can silence. Um, um, <laughs> um, what's the truth? He says, my word will never pass away. He is eternity. So, we, so we, 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 sometimes we have to think outside of our little box and where we are, what God's plan is, because he has plans. You know that? He has plans, and he has destinies, and he wants us to be a part of those plans and destinies. So that's the hope of his calling. What is he calling us to today? That tells us who we are, what we are, and what we have in him. Number two, the riches of his, his inheritance in the saints. You know, we, we have riches. We have an inheritance, inheritance. You know, the royal family. This is William, you know, oh, every day get up. Well, I don't know if I'm really a prince. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Heck no. He gets up and you know, he has all his, I suppose, butlers and, you know, they wait on him. You know, he can, if he needs, he goes into the royalty coffers or whatever. He doesn't have to think about if he's royalty. And that's who we, we are royalty. We are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. If we're Abraham's seed, we're heirs according to the promise. We are royalty. But sometimes we have to tell this noggin. <laughs> And then that's what we do when we read the Bible. We're renewing our mind to find out well, who we are, what we really have. Number three, the exceeding greatness of his power towards us, word, who believe. The same spirit that raised, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. We sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we have the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6. 10. Unfortunately, we have to deal with the devil. Until Jesus binds him, he's going to be bound for a thousand years. Won't, oh, I just, that day would, oh, can't wait. You know, he's so annoying. <laughs> he is annoying. He, yes, he's defeated, but he's annoying. <laughs> Ephesians 6.10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
Therefore, take on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith. That's why we need faith. And faith what? Worketh by love. <laughs> taking the shield of faith with, with, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. When I was writing that down, I swear, I had a vision. You know those, there's a game, I don't know, maybe they don't do it anymore, but I remember when I was a little kid, they'd have those darts and they'd have like suction cups at the end. Do they still make those? That's what I thought. And I felt like the Lord said, that's the enemy's darts. He has to have something to stick to. You know, he's going to fire darts at us. But they don't stick unless, you know, we, we, don't, we allow them to stick. They got to have some suction. Well, we're not going to let them have any suction. Amen? Amen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to fall off because they can't stick. <laughs> and so, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayers and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Sometimes we have to open our mouth, right? Speak. The devil can't read our minds. He can't. He, he can't even, he doesn't even know the future. He, oh, well, he knows what the word says about him, but he's so deceived that he thinks, you know, I don't know, I guess he thinks that's not going to happen, but he's so, yeah, whatever. But he only gets power if we open our mouths and speak anything that's not according to this. We, we open a door. That's how we open a door. We don't want to do that. That's why we want to, faith, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God and speaking it out. Amen. Um, Jenny, how am I doing? Oh, I guess I should wrap it up. Okay. Um, I'll just briefly, um, you know, Jesus prayed for, to the Father that he, that he, we are, well, first of all, John 14, Jesus prayed to the Father that he would send another helper, and that is the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus left, he prayed that we would have a helper, and we have a helper, the Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. Every day I say, I thank you, Lord. The spirit of truth lives in me and leads and guides me into all truth. Every day, every day. Um, oh, I wanted to say Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And, you know, as long as we're in this world, weapons, the enemy's going to try to shoot darts at us, weapons. But... There, you know, the lies, the fear, deception, doubt. But we, we can prevent them from being formed against us to prosper. And that's exactly what happened to Skye. A weapon was pointed at her those, these last few weeks. A weapon was, of cancer was pointed at her. But we did not, we, we prayed for her, she prayed her faith, and we prevented it from prospering. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Glory. Okay, and just um, in closing, 1 John 4.16, God is love. As he is, so are we in this world. He lives in us. We have more power than we think. But as we renew our minds, we can walk in it. Amen? And I just, um, I just want to, in closing, I just felt like the Lord wanted us to speak Psalm 91 over ourselves. I've been starting to do this over myself every day. Do it over your children. And you can make it personal. Amen? So let's make it personal. Can, did I give that to you, Chris? Psalm 91. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Father. That I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover me with His feathers. And under his wings, I shall take refuge. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Are you guys saying this? Okay, I couldn't hear you. Okay, <laughs> only with... <laughs> Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked, because I have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high my dwelling place. No evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. For he, sh he shall give his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. In their hands they shall bear me up, lest I dash my foot against a stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent I will trample underfoot. Because I have set my love upon you, therefore he will deliver me. He will set me on high because I have known his name. I will call upon him and he will answer me. He will be with me in trouble. He will deliver me and honor me with long life. He, the Lord, will satisfy me and show me his salvation. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you. You are so good. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, for teaching us. We thank you, Lord, for that he is with us every day. You're with us every day. You watch over us. You guide us. You're guiding our, and directing our steps. We just thank you. I pray for everyone, Father. Um, here today, if you need a prayer, if you want healing, prayer for healing or um, comfort from any past wounds. Um, who do, uh, Dave and Nancy, could you come up? Um, just to, to receive a touch from you, Father. We give you all the glory. I just pray for everybody this week. I pray they have a good, prosperous week. Prosperous, Father. That's your will for us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Mary Kay. Oops, sorry, I got stuck in your shoe. <laughs> All right, let's sing Great and Mighty is He as a, an exit song um, because, you know what, Great and Mighty is He, and uh, He um, covers us with His glory. And, um,
because of him, we're arrayed in splendor. And just like Doug said earlier, and like Tammy had said a while back, but like when we come into the room, we should show his glory. His glory should exude from our pores. <laughs> and um, that's what we want to be able to do. And the way we can do that is that we have to like, we, we get loved on enough. We accept God's love in our lives and that he is um, our father. And then we get to give that out. We can't really give it out unless we've received it. So that's what we need to do is we need to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others.